0: You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Friday morning. Now, let's turn to the next part of today's program, and that is our radio feature, Radio for Good, because we'd like to end the week on something positive. And each week, we'd like to highlight the great work that our charities and NGOs do for our community. And this week, I'm really delighted to be joined by Kenneth Chan, the programs manager of the Love 21 Foundation, which is a wonderful charity that works to empower people with Down syndromes and also the the autistic community welcome to the program kenneth thank you so much for joining us
1: thank you so much noreen um,
0: we are live this morning on facebook and uh, noreen mayor on rthk radio 3. i'm just too excited so i'd love for our <laughs> listeners to hop over there and this way you'll be able to see and hear kenneth so for some of our listeners who may not be so familiar uh, with love 21 what exactly do you do there
1: So I love Tentuin is a charity, Uh, like you said, that empowers the Down syndrome, autistic and neurodiverse community. And we do so through sports, nutrition and holistic programs designed for the whole family. And uh, currently we have around 350 members and we organize around the same amount of classes in a month. So around 350 classes in sports, in nutrition and in counseling as well. Uh, We have a center in Sun Pokong Kong with an activities room a dance room and sports room. So uh, this is th- that's where most of our activities take place. Though we also use external facilities for some of our sports classes uh, as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, how does their ability, how does their disability uh, affect some of your members then?
1: So if we uh, if we talk about it from a physiological standpoint, uh, most members with Down syndrome, for example, uh, they have reduced stature, uh, muscle strength is, is reduced as well. And um, things like balance and coordination, uh, they, they might need more, more work on so uh, we, we, we hope that th- uh, through sports we can uh, provide opportunities for them to improve their balance improve their health etc and uh, sports actually is a great medium we found not only does it improve the physical health of our members it also provides the opportunity for them to, le- to learn things like social skills uh, things like cooperation things like taking turns teamwork, yep, yes. exactly exactly yeah. and uh, that that lends itself quite well actually to our, to our autistic beneficiaries as well as um you know thing uh, as as they oftentimes lack the opportunity to practice their social skills too.
0: That's right, and it can be and, and it can be quite isolating. I should imagine during COVID especially that must have exacerbated you know everything.
1: Yes, definitely, definitely. I mean, COVID. Uh, we unfortunately we've had to close our centre for in person activities when COVID was at its worst. But um, during that time, we offered online activities as well for our Ooh. members around three a day, I think, uh, with things like dance, yoga. We did some sports as well, fitness and fitness games uh, through Zoom as well, and also personal training so um, you know it's uh, it's even though we couldn't see each other in person, the members were always very keen to join our online classes. You know, mm-hmm. you can see it on their faces when we open Zoom, you know. So, it uh, must be
0: the highlight of the day. Oh, yeah. yeah, it sounds delightful. <laughs> so what sorts of reactions, what sorts of, you know, engagement do you get from your members? Are, are they quite keen to join? Are they sort of, you know, quite reserved at the beginning?
1: So um, it really depends, I think. It really depends. Um, you know, for some, the first time they come to our centre, which is a bright, colourful and vibrant uh, environment, it might take some am getting used to, uh but you know after ten fifteen minutes after uh, after they join one of our classes, things change, yeah, <laughs> things change, and they they quite in, they'll be quite into class,
0: their real self comes out yes yes, <laughs>
1: definitely, definitely, and w- whereas others they hop in straight away, right, sure. Hop in straight away and join in our classes, join in a dance class, not afraid to show themselves and display the talent that they have.
0: Absolutely. And who are some of the instructors that you have then?
1: Oh, so, um, for example, for our ball sports classes, for instance, you know we have a table tennis coach, we have rugby coaches. Amazing. And uh, for fitness, we have personal like trainers. A proper, like
0: a, like a, a rugby coach that coaches other, pe- uh, other children? Yes, or- yes.
1: We're very lucky to be partners, partners with the, the Cowlands Rugby Club as well as the USRC Tigers Rugby Club. Oh, so, yes. um, you know, uh, every week, for instance, we go to the Kings Park and the USRC Tigers, they um, they provide coaches and the venue for us, for our members to partake in a rugby training with them. Uh, for our dance classes, for example, we have dance instructors as well, and art uh, classes. Of course, we have artists coming in. Uh, yeah, so uh, these are the the, the types of teachers and coaches that we have
0: that's amazing um lock just now kenneth just now you mentioned uh, that you've got you know various programs dance and and do you have some workshops that promote a uh, better mental health also? what sorts of projects are you up to at the moment
1: yes yeah, so um right now we, we we provide counseling to our families in need as well so um you know it's it's never easy um being a parent or of a kid with special needs so and it's something that we've we realized so our programs are designed to benefit the entire family not just the members themselves so uh you know when there's the need for counseling we do that also through an external uh counselor or or a clinical psychologist too and and we we also have a social worker who works full-time at our center and uh, he addresses he some of the needs, some of the mental needs of our families as well.
0: Absolutely, because it can be quite an isolating journey when you have children with extra needs and then when they get to the adult stage as well as caregivers how, how can you better provide support to, to, to them? And also as you age as well, there'll be a sort of a lot of concerns for parents. Um, are they sort of, are parents quite forthcoming? I'm just trying to think of it in, in, in a cultural context. You know, growing up in Hong Kong, a lot of the times, the visibility for people with disabilities, people with different abilities, weren't so great. Mm. So a lot of the times we don't see them out in the streets. Um, what about now, Kenneth? Have you seen a shift in sort of attitudes and and perceptions?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, at our centre we tried to create sort of a homey environment, right, where everyone can come and be themselves. And I think that uh, I think that recently we have we're starting to see a bit more. Uh, people with special needs on the NTR on the buses, for example. In the exactly. past, like you said, we, we wouldn't really see them, right? Just...
0: Parents just didn't bring them out because exactly. they were so scared of the way that people were were just staring. I suppose. Yeah. Exactly,
1: exactly. Which is why I think uh, raising awareness is so so important, and it's uh, part of our goals actually uh, for the coming years is to uh, just really have our kids out there, have our members out there, uh, whether it's through a dance show, whether it's through uh, I don't know, maybe working in a in a social enterprise, something like that, that could really display their abilities and to showcase to the world uh, who they really are.
0: Absolutely. And, and I really love the language that you use and your team use as well. It's really about focusing on their abilities. Definitely. and We need to, you know, as people, people in the media and just people just in general talking about people's abilities and not focus on our disabilities, because let's face it, we all have a, some sort of a handicap in, in a way. But why is it that, you know, people tend to focus on the, 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 the disabilities? Like when caregivers bring them out, a lot of times people are just sort of staring and they're not really looking at the person as a as a human, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean that's unfortunately that's the sort of the easy way out, right? You know, seeing someone for who they are takes time, and it takes getting to know the person as well. Whereas you know, uh, oftentimes, unfortunately, it's too easy to make a judgment on others, right? But um, again, like I've said before, you know, our programs are designed so that uh, our members and, and their families can take risks, really, uh, trying out new activities. Yeah,
0: what sorts of risks?
1: <laughs> Safe <laughs> ones, of course. Yeah. Things like dragon boating, for, yeah. for instance. Uh, things like rock climbing. We're, we're, wow. We're, we're, we're trying to uh, get going. And, and um,
0: sailing as well. We had um, people from Sailability mentioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So uh, we, we also explore, we're also exploring a partnership with Sailability to see if, uh, see if to, to see if it's suitable for our members. So it's you know it's all about trying, all about the opportunity. And you know if after two three lessons they don't like it, that's fine also, right? They've tried it, they don't like it, so that. That's that. That's okay too.
0: Exactly. Sorry, sailing's not for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Kay. Sorry, (laughs) sorry to our friends in sailability. No, it's a it's a fantastic. But exactly what you said, Kev, is about taking risks. And so, what sorts of uh, reactions from you know um, from the older generation? Do you you get caregivers for the parents? Do grandparents also um, um, participate in some of your activities? Yes.
1: uh, Even though most of the guardians who come are mums, we are seeing more fathers and also grandmothers you know mama papa yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and they uh, for some families they are the primary caregivers uh for the child so uh, yeah we, we we're seeing more
0: definitely. yeah what sorts of outreach work um do you also do at love 21
1: so um in terms of our membership growing our membership right now we're rely on word of mouth really so uh, if an existing member knows of a family member or a friend or a schoolmate for example uh, who has a child with special needs they refer us to them and then um, you know and then that's how we recruit members really.
0: Yeah, Um, Kenneth, because a lot of the times a lot of your members are adult uh, people with Down syndrome. So what happens? I mean, uh, education, you know, I I should imagine education stops when when they uh, hit tertiary education. And then I mean, what do they do in their spare time? Mm.
1: So um, after secondary school, uh, most of our members go to a sheltered workshop to work. Uh, Some go to mainstream employment, working in canteens, cafeterias, in McDonald's, for example. And uh, the type of work that they do in sheltered workshops can include packaging, can include things like cleaning, uh, cleaning cars, things like that. And um, yeah, uh, we also know of a few who uh, Organizations like Dignity Kitchen, for example, yes, uh, okay. social enterprises like that—that's uh, an—that's an option as well.
0: Yeah. Um. What should employers know? Because I, I know a lot of time. I mean, uh, for example, Cafe Eight at the Maritime Museum, um, also the Nesbit Centre, um, also train uh, a lot of people with different uh, abilities. I mean, what should employers know? That you know, that it's perfectly great to be employing people with different abilities, and that they are just as hard, in fact, maybe perhaps even more hardworking um, than. Than, you know uh, neurotypical people it's
1: it's interesting you ask because um, right now I love to we are running a employment and training program as well where we uh, where we bring in a few of our members to work as receptionists and as sports assistants oh, nice. uh, and also nutrition assistants at our center so I think for me personally the th- few things that I've learned is that sometimes it does take tailored training to uh, sort of uh, that's needed to bring out the abilities of our members. If I can give an example, just yesterday uh, we needed to sort the few masks that we were uh, we, that we sell as part as our souvenirs, and we needed to count them in bunches of ten, for example. But to one of our members they had difficulty counting the ten. Uh, just. In his head, but visually he can he can he can visualize it just well. So what we did, we actually made a bit of a template for him on a big piece of paper. We did ten boxes, and then we asked the member to just to count Place it, on, it. Yep, one in each box, and then once that's done, group them together, and that's sort of how. Uh, that's how we got around, or that's how we uh, accommodated for yeah. that member specifically, right?
0: Brilliant. <laughs> and I think a lot of the times, you know, we all work in different styles yeah. as well. So it really is um, tailor made on the job training.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Is and he, uh, we, we, yeah. we've also noticed that uh, members of members with Down syndrome and autism respond the best to visual cues. Um, so that's why our lessons, for example, uh, in addition to the coach verbally speaking instructions, it, it's it's also also, best to follow it up with an action, yes. something that's easily, that, something that can easily be seen and be replicated, so that our members can follow easily.
0: I did not know that. I've learned something. <laughs> I've learned something new. Can you give us more examples? As yeah, well? yeah. So,
1: so, dance, uh, dance classes, for example. Uh, most of our teachers, well, some of our teachers, they don't speak Cantonese. They speak English. But our, our members can follow it just fine because there's an action to follow, right? Yes. There's music they can listen to, and there's the action that they can uh, they can mimic from the teacher. So that's so our, our dance classes run very smoothly, and our kids love dancing.
0: Excellent! Wow, Kenneth, it sounds like you've got like uh, fantastic members and fantastic coaches mm-hmm. who are willing to accommodate and also learning in in, in different styles. Yeah,
1: definitely. Uh, we're very lucky to have a team of very dedicated coaches and volunteers who make our classes possible. Really, without yeah. them, you know, we, we wouldn't be able to host all the classes. So, yeah. uh, a big thank you to them too.
0: Yeah, and also a big thank you to you and your team. Really, you know, this is such a wonderful charity that provides visibility to many uh, communities who perhaps would not be as visible as they should be because everybody deserves a chance to live with dignity and to be enjoy regular things like dancing, like rugby <laughs> and just, you know, going out and about. Um. So how will, you know, is there a message you'd like uh, to, to offer for, for family members who have perhaps, you know, not taken that step to bring their children out to socialise as much?
1: Yeah, I think, um, you know, because during
0: COVID, I heard a lot of times they, you know, even the ones who came out then, you know, sh- shut them out because wanted to keep them safe
1: Yeah, it's a bit tricky. It's 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 a bit tricky. But we encourage you to take the first step, right, and to come to our center. Come take take a look. For yourself, and it's a place if it's a place that's suitable for you and your child, we welcome you to join.
0: Exactly, yes. And remind our listeners once again are you on social media? How can Uh, we find out more about the uh, great work that you're doing?
1: Yeah, we we are on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn and the Love 21 Foundation. So, uh, where we post videos of our kids dancing, we post pictures of our Christmas parties, etc.
0: Absolutely. Um, Well, best of luck with all your upcoming uh, uh, activities, Kenneth.